The following program is an abridged audio version of the streaming video talk show, A Wonderful Chaos. The hosts are Andy Chaliff and Bambos Dimitriou. The format is entirely casual, unscripted conversation. If you'd like to watch a live taping or participate with your comments in real time, subscribe to A Wonderful Chaos on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or Twitch. I have chosen to be positive. I have chosen to love me. I have chosen to be totally devoted and dedicated to me, telling myself daily I'm in good health, I am in love, I am in happiness, I am in success, I am prosperous, and I am money. I have to say these things to myself. If I don't tell myself that, nobody's going to do that. It's a wonderful chaos. Tandem. We work to find rest and fight to find peace. Both head and the heart. Fight to What are we doing here? You mean listening to this show? Where the more that you learn is the less that you know. Where the wounded are healers and the atheists pray? It's a wonderful chaos and we like it that way. It's a wonderful chaos and we like it that way. It's a wonderful chaos and we like it that way. We are. Live with Kenny G. Kenny J. I like calling him Kenny G. He lets me call him Kenny G because it gives me so much joy. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk about non-dual is not enough. And what that means, I have no actual clue at this moment. But basically, we talked to Kenny. And Kenny said, Andy, what I want to talk about is where I am on March 11th, 2021 at 5 p.m. Central European time. And where we're going to do that on? And we are going to do that on a wonderful chaos. We're on with Kenny J. Second bite at this apple. We love Kenny. He brought us so much joy in the first first show. So Kenny... Short background is Kenny was just a really mean dude, spent 20 years plus in prison, had a really rough time of it and came out and had an awakening of sorts. And he had one of these teachers that has one of these funny names I can never remember. And that created a real beautiful experience where he saw that the prison he lived in was in his head. Mm. And from there, it was awakening where one would say, wow, how can you feel so much joy and be in a location which everyone thinks would be the worst place you'd ever be? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so that was really, um, that was, uh, that was his story. We brought him on to talk about that. And when I spoke to him more recently, um, he said, you know what? I, uh, I'm, I'm going for another level of development. And that's why I called it non-dual, not enough. Cause he, he said, and it, and it dovetails a bit with yesterday's show. He doesn't, I'm sure he didn't watch it. It was the conspiracy of goodness is surrounding yourself with positivity and people that are really nurturing and supporting and how that shifts if you're around other energy. So we'll discuss a lot about that on the show with him today as well. And to add to that, it's also energy. Like I, I, I personally surround myself around people who I aspire to be like. Oh, nice. Whether it's in their relationships or in their work or just 
just the consistency of how they live. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it's the same. I find it very similar. <laughs> you know, I, I well, with in my life, you know, w- w- I want to be, and I often say around people that are embodied. They can be very different than me. I don't care. They don't have to have any interest in what I what I'm interested in. Yeah. But if they just are fully present with their experience and they don't project too much into the world blindly and have too much ideas of good and bad, then that just brings me more centered. Well, at least there's an openness to have conversations. Yeah. And you feel when you're with them. And that's some with Kenny. I just want to laugh every time I hear his voice speak. So that's mm-hmm. a, so I think it's great. We're not going to see you, but Kenny, we're going to talk to your picture behind us for the next, uh, the next hour. 55 minutes, Kenny. <laughs> Hello, Kenny GJ. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good. Very good. I wish I could look you in your eyes and tell you I loved you right now. <laughs> Well, we did. We do it on by phone, okay? <laughs> but you're doing. I see your eyes. Hey, listen. Okay, let's let's have some little fun here. I see your eyes, okay? And those are the same eyes that I have, okay? Uh huh. So that so we are looking at each other's eyes already. Mm. We're always looking at each other's eyes because there's only one set of eyes, guys. I love it. Your, your laughter is content. <laughs> and, and I'm tripping out on your last statement because I can totally see what you're saying. And I'm like at a loss for words to continue if I stick with that feeling inside of myself. You know, yeah. um, just like this, we're going to be spiritual for a moment. You know, we're going to talk about the highest realization. The highest realization is that we are one. Mm. We are one. There's only yeah. one spirit, only one truth, only one love, only one anything, okay? But it's broken down in so many different fractals or fragments. And that's you, me, Bombo, the whole everybody. But yeah. that oneness is seeing and thinking and breathing everybody. Mm. And that's the oneness that I am seeing in you guys. That's the oneness I'm feeling from you guys. That's the oneness I feel in the all in the whole universe. It's everywhere. It's in the trees. It's in the air. It's in the water. This oneness is everywhere. It's energy. Mm. It's conscious energy that has manifested itself as me, you, and everybody else. So it's consciousness having this play of itself. And when it's part of playing the game, it put itself back in. And that's called death, reincarnation, re- whatever, you know, regrouping, whatever name you want to put. But, but consciousness breathes, breathes life, and then it breathes death. It mm-hmm. breathes life, then it breathes death. It's a constant cycle. Right now, we're in, a sta- we're in a state of life, living, breathing, seeing, talking, interacting, and sharing for the sole purpose of bringing others to the same understanding that we all have. Mm. This is the sole purpose of your show. The sole purpose of everything we do is to bring people to this level of awareness of who they truly are. Human beings right now are suffering because of this COVID pandemic, whatever you want to call it, and people are in fear. People are terrorized. And it's our job is to bring them to the state of openness, love, and compassion. Mm and consciousness and positivity. I think, Kenny, people have always been suffering, only COVID unveiled. Yes, yes, didn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, I I get out, I walk down the street in Florida. I'm in, I'm in Tampa, Florida area, Clearwater, Florida, Florida area, and I would see people that I I would know that well, they know better. They know that you know a virus is a virus, the pandemic, the pandemic. But you're gonna get sick and you're gonna die. So why are you terrified to live to enjoy now? Mm. And it's because people don't know who they are and they are listening to the wrong. TVs and information and media. I mean, real friend, I'll give you a story. Check this out. Last night, I was <laughs> I was on my computer and I saw in Yahoo Finance, it says the Pfizer CEO is the most powerful man in the world. Mm. And so immediately, guess what that made me feel like? Powerless? Thank you. Then I said, well, I said, okay, so here we go, guys. I said, wait a minute, fuck this shit. I said, I, Kenny Johnson, Kenny G, Kenny J, Kenny, J, Kenny Dale, Slim, or whatever, I, Kenny, am the most powerful man in the world. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Totally. I look at the other, the fighter CEO is the most powerful man in the world. I have immediately taken my power and given it to yeah. him. And that's bullshit, guys. I am the most powerful in the more world of men. They say, they say Jeff Bezos, Elon mm-hmm. Musk, they're the most richest men in the world. That's bullshit. I'm the mm-hmm. most richest man in the world. If I don't say these things, if I don't embody these things, then I will be like Bumble Ship powerless. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like I'm in a meditation right now, mm-hmm. Kenny. Like as you speak, I'm just letting the vibrations kind of come mm-hmm. into me. Mm-hmm. And I like I totally feel connected as I hear your words. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. We had a woman on the show yesterday whose name was Linda Ehrlich. Ulrich. Ulrich. And she has an incredible uh, a website called everwideningcircles.com. And she, in, nine, in 2014, decided she's going to create a news network that only creates good news, that has positive uh like uplifting and things that people are doing beautifully that are making the world a better place. And it's a lot of science based. It's not just uh, red roses. Yeah. It's not just puppies. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And so, and, and as you speak, I'm really seeing a deep, deep connection to what we heard yesterday, which is just what you surround yourself with. You perpetuate what you create in your head is what you manifest so in, in a way, as I hear you speak, I can just really like feel into that, into myself right now. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, look at it like this, guys. You know, uh, like, like Bumble was saying, up until a year ago, we didn't know who was conscious, who wasn't conscious. Everybody was perpetrating the fraud, basically. But then it's come along, hey, guys, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. What am I going to die from? You're going to die from this thing that's running around. You know, we don't know where it's at. It's, 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 it's mutating. It's sort of something like the flu or the pneumonia. But you're going to die. Yeah, you know you're going to die from, Kenny? You're going to die from boredom. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny. That, that hey, laughter. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. 
You know what the amazing thing is, is that the suicide rate is shot up during yes. COVID. So yes. it's taking, it's sort of like whatever the decrease is on one death rate has is, been Going counterbalanced by the, de- the death rate of, of suicides due to depression, you know? Right. Are we, are, are we depopulating? And <laughs> no, and think about it like this, gentlemen, is that ladies and gentlemen, you know, because we're on Facebook and YouTube and all that. Think yeah. about this, is that if you entertain the thought over and over and over and over of death, negativity, virus, sickness, you're going to get that. You're going to, your whole nervous system, your whole mind, your whole uh, emotional state of consciousness is depressed. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then that allows in dis-ease. Yep. Guys, it's no, this is, I mean, you know, I know I, 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 I'm not a politician. I don't want to beat up the media, but if where we are now is very crucial for us to make a decision as to how we're going to think and sleep and live our lives from here on out. I have chosen to be positive. I have chosen to love me. I have chosen to be totally devoted and dedicated to me telling myself daily I am I'm in good health, I am in love, I am in happiness, I am in success, I am prosperous, and I am money. I have to say these things to myself. If I don't tell myself that and they ain't going to call me over here at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, Kenny, you know you're in good health, you love, happy, success, prosperity, and money. Nobody's going to do that. Kenny got to do that. Andy got to take and tell his story over and over who he is. If Andy quit telling his story, then Bumble's going to say, hey, Andy, you're this, you're this. Then Bumble's going to start being Andy's God because you have given up the right to be your own God. Mm. So somebody got to come in and be your God because guess what? You have given up your birthright. Mm, mm, mm. Good. Hallelujah. How is that for you to hear that, Bambos? I really like what Kenny's saying. What's, what, what, is anything going on for you at the moment as you hear this? Hmm. I, I mean, I, I've taken an, my own practice uh, since Monday where we, we've talked about what we surround ourselves with, but, but also... Um, I've also kind of toned down social media in in a way. And yesterday's uh, talk show really um, affirmed the things that I've been doing. And also I I got some new insights like, oh, I have this space and I can fill it up with things which nurture me. Mm. So I've been, I've been, I've been going onto this. What was the website from the ever widening circles? Yeah. Ever widening circles. And just typing in keywords like money or um, mindfulness, and I'm seeing what articles come up, and, and it it actually does help to to have that support. Yes, mm-hmm. it really does help. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Kenny, she had a great acronym as well that I, I'm going to live by the rest of my life. Is that if you're on the internet and anything happens with the ABCs, you can check yourself, and the A being Anything that comes up with anger, you don't react to because that's not going to serve you. The B is boredom. boredom. If you're bored and you're scrolling just because, and then the C is morbid curiosity. So mm-hmm. if, if any of that is generating what you're actually act, reacting on in yourself and you're not conscious of that, then you're going to perpetuate this 
life that doesn't serve you because you're just going to be putting more and more stuff in your brain that doesn't actually make you feel better, you know? Mm. What, yeah. I, and what, I, what I discovered exactly um, two years ago when I got divorced from my wife, I went to Bali and I discovered neuroscience and neuroplasticity and the mm. brain and the limbic system and the fight or flight and frontal lobe. Once I discovered all that, I said, and I, and, and I already know who I am as a conscious being. I put that together so now I can use my awareness to go to, and talk to my frontal lobe and my frontal lobe talk to my nervous system, a yeah. hypocampus, talk to my nervous system and reprogram me and rewire my brain, my system. And so since August of 2020, <clears throat> I have been doing nothing but talking to me, loving me, programming me, and I have seen amazing results just by my putting all of my positive energy into me. Mm. Yeah. You know, because if I, you know, guys, if I don't do that, nobody's going to do it, man. Nah. And also, it's very easy for, for the mind to talk negatively. Yes. So it's also about changing the inner dialogue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't watch, I mean, I was laying in bed last night. I would say, I love you, Kenny. You're a beautiful person. No, I'm falling asleep. And all of a sudden, for a moment, I just didn't say nothing. All of a sudden, here come these wild, crazy images and thoughts out of nowhere. And I realized that the brain is constantly talking, constantly talking. Mm. Consciousness is constantly in motion, and our job as conscious being is to be on board with talking to ourselves all the time about who we are, how we are, and why we are. It's got to be from a positive vein, not mm-hmm. from a negative vein, because society's already got enough of that shit out there for you. But yeah. you have to be positive. You have to tell yourself how much you love yourself. Bumble got said, Bumble got said to myself, I love my beautiful cap. I love my nose. I love my body. I love my wife. I love my car. I love my he has to say that. If he doesn't say that, it may not get said. And yeah. if it does get said, it's for somebody else to go. They want something from him. Mm, totally. I um it reminds me of that talking head song. Where is my beautiful wife? Where is my beautiful car? How did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, 2020, I, I did, I was very active doing stuff, outcome oriented projects. I launched the book. We did this show. And what I noticed is that I didn't do self care. I didn't eat well. I didn't sleep well. Yeah. I didn't exercise. Um, and and what happened in 2021 was that I started to walk. I felt like Forrest Gump because there was just I didn't have any reason. Just woke up one day and I said, I'm starting to walk. I didn't have it was the you know, it was snowing outside. That's the day the day it snowed. I said, it's so beautiful. I'm going to act like I'm on vacation. And I walked 30,000 steps, uh, which was a big day for me. Mm-hmm. And, and and from that day, which is, I guess, three weeks ago or so now, I've walked every single day, mm-hmm. you know, at least at least say around 10 kilometers a day. And what I noticed is obviously my weight has gone down and I've just felt good. Like it was like my body feels good. I go to sleep earlier because I'm more tired. I don't eat crap at 10 o'clock at night anymore because I'm not waiting to go to sleep and not, you know, and and not not tired and stuff. So it's interesting because what I also see is that, yes, 
we can say you're beautiful, you're wonderful, you're wealthy. And you can also say, you know what? I'm going to add things into my life which serve me, although they might not feel good to start with because your muscles, my muscles were sore for at least a week while I was doing these walks. Right, right. Yeah. So I really can identify with actually the more the there's the call it the mantra or the um, the what is the word that we used yesterday when affirmations the affirmations affirmations yes and then there's the side that Bambos does so well which is just uh, we have a show coming up that says get out the door which is just basically you know you can complain you know that someone was a you know paralyzed for and then they had to kind of rehabilitate themselves and when I saw the title it's like yeah. Sometimes you just need to get out the door. And then, yeah. And speaking from a neuroplasticity or from the brain perspective, as soon as you think it and take that first step, your brain is rewinding itself already. Oh, this yeah. is what we're doing. Oh, we're walking every day. Then the nerve in the brain it starts supporting that and it starts creating the necessary food, the necessary time frame, everything for you to maintain because the brain loves pleasure. The brain loves to be happy. The brain mm-hmm. loves to be in a state of happiness and exaltation. It doesn't it, if you go negative, it 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 dries up and kills you. And mm-hmm. so what you just did, you just turn your attention toward self-care. Yeah. And look what happened. Boom, everything yeah. opened up for you. Just uh, like turning your, your, your awareness toward, I'm going to take care of me. And that's it. Oh, I'm going to take care of me. Why? Because I love me. Uh, I, I want to live long. You know, I want to be happy. I want, and the brain's all oh, great. Look at all, this beautiful, look at all this beautiful stuff we're going to get from just taking a walk in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Except I drive everyone crazy because I shoot so many photos and post them that it blocks up. <laughs> It blocks up their news feeds. <laughs> hey, but that shows that you're happy, you know? I know. I think that that's probably half the aggravation for people. You shouldn't yeah. be that happy. Doesn't, doesn't this guy have a life? <laughs> doesn't he have a life? <laughs> there's been something else that I've, that I've been doing. Like, there's a little voice in my, which comes up for me. is like, mm. don't eat that. And if I, yeah. and I'll write it down. <laughs> and, and, and if I eat it... And I feel any like nuance of like heaviness, like, okay, mental note from now on, this is not on the shopping list anymore. <laughs> it, it, it's out. But, yeah. <laughs> so, so right now I'm eating for five hours in, uh, within a, a five hour time frame. It's a intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I had to take out the carbs and, yeah. and the sugar. And that, that's been really, it's my eighth week now. Wow. Wow. And it's been quite a journey. It's been quite about, a journey. What, what about the sugar, man? Because the sugar is like, it's like dope. Yep. Uh, I, I, I now eat raw ca- pieces of cacao, just the bitter cacao, and that kind of kills, kills the, the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating dirt. It's like eating dirt, but you're trying to convince yourself that it has flavor. <laughs> no, not at all. It, it actually tastes really good. <laughs> so so in a way um by eating like this i've also eliminated all processed foods because mm. carbs also means potatoes sweet potatoes so mm. sugar fruit nothing yeah, yeah. wow yeah. so this week has been social media like mm. no scrolling and and uh chatting yeah. to different women that i don't know like none of that yeah. shit yeah, yeah 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 so it feels like every, every week 
the more I listen to this guidance, I would call it. Mm. I'm curious what next week I'm going to have to say no to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That is so true. Uh, I want to go to a port women. Uh, I want to share something with you guys. Mm. Um, approximately a month ago, I had a dream uh, that I, this woman loved me and I love her, but I had to wait on her because she was skilled, uh, skinny and frail and unhealthy. And mm. so I said, well, what part of me is you know unhealthy, skinny, and frail. And I said, Oh, my feminine side. And I realized, guys, after all those years of being a hustler and being in prison, I was this masculine, tough, kill, you know, get out my way type of guy, my way or the highway. And so now later in life, I'm saying I realized I hadn't my feminine side of the female in me mm. had being abused and abandoned. Mm. And that happened in real life. I was an abuser to women. I was a pimp and hustle, all that. And I realized now, now that I have turned my attention toward my feminine side, man, women are coming out to woodwork at me, man. Because I I don't want anything. For, I want to get my own feminine energy straight. Yeah. So that when I do have a conversation with a woman, it's not about sex. It's not about uh, sneaking, you know, manipulating her or any of that. It's about, hey, you're human and I'm a human. You male, I'm female. How can we work together to create something, you know, for for to improve life? I never really looked at it as a man and a woman being co-creators on the same path, you know, doing the same thing. For the same purpose, it was always you. You my woman. You get over here. You do this here, and I say that there. And blue bye bye. <laughs> you know? I guess that. I guess that's what led to your divorce, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, Did you ever call her to apologize? Say I wasn't oh, man, that developed yet. Hey, I am so happy for her. We are the best friends. She lived about yeah. 30, thirty minutes from me. I, I I wake up every morning. I say I am so grateful for that marriage because yeah. I was able to go and do a lot of inner work and discover all this stuff and come back with these gifts for me, for her, and for mankind. And I now I know how to treat a woman. Yeah, I know how to even look at a woman. And now now that I'm 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 I'm, I'm more open and expansive and loving and compassionate and available to be a co-creator with the feminine energy that's inside of me first. Mm. It starts with the, the feminine. My baby's inside of me. My woman is inside of me. Man. And that's the woman I talk to all day, each day, to bring it, to, to give birth to all my dreams and hopes and aspirations. It's mm. the feminine that gives birth. So I go into my divine feminine self. I talk to her as a baby. This is what I'm looking for. This is what we need. And I like, she said, okay, honey, let's do this. What do we need? I said, we need a Maserati. We need a Lamborghini. We need the mother, blah, blah, blah. She said, okay, honey, let's see how we can do this together. That's who I talk to now is my inner feminine. And then we bring things into being that is necessary for our development and for mankind. Mm. Woo. 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 Take a breather from all that. Uh, Kenny, yes. how are you at, like, if we let, let go of the positivity, mm -hmm. how, where are you in life financially, uh, 
emotionally, spiritually, okay. physically? Uh, financially, I don't know. I got a few thousand dollars, not a lot, you know. Uh, sociably, I have a great group of people I hang out with every It's like my little cult, Sandra. Uh, physically, I go to the beach, swim, walk, kayak. Uh, I can see him doing that. Tell me. Financially, what I'm trying to do now is I'm learning how to buy and sell stocks on the stock market. Because I woke up one morning and I looked at my Charles Schwab account and I saw the, a, a stock that I bought had appreciated. I said, how? Why? And so I started doing research. And then GameStop came into the, into the uh, world. And I was in, I'm in the GameStop culture, you know, the Reddits, Wall Street bets. I'm into that culture, right? And those now I'm learning how to develop a system and a strategy to trade and make money with the small amount of money that I have. Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to be disciplined. I'm learning how not to be such a rebel. I'm learning that if I want to take care of myself financially, I need to do this. I can't mm -hmm. depend on my woman, my girlfriend, or nobody else, or, or, or stimulus check and all that to feed me. So I wake up in the morning, I do my cold shower, I make my uh, cucumber, celery juice, I, I do my lemon water, my lemon drinks, I turn my computers on, I go to my altar, I do my meditation, then I do a, a positive affirmation for myself, I turn my computers on, I turn my guy on, then I'm ready for trading. Wow. This is my life. And so I said, isn't this amazing? I was driving for Uber last year when you guys talked to me, and I, I lost the job at Uber. I didn't. I had no no way how to make any money. But my positive self image said, "Don't worry about it. The universe hates a vacuum, so we're gonna bring something into your life." I end up seeing the stock market as an opportunity, so I I said, "Wow, look at this!" In the Bible, it says, "We are like trees planted by the water." And we were never in the summertime, we were never lack from thirst because we were planted by the water. And we we're able to our leaves will stay green and we'll always be able to give shelter. And I said, ain't this something? I'm planted by I'm planted in, I'm planted by the stock market. I walk out and there I am. I didn't have to go nowhere. My gift was already inside mm -hmm. of me. This knowledge in the it's already inside. So it just came out because I allowed it to come out. And I'm, <clears throat> and so now it's like whatever gifts we want and need, they're already inside of us. And it's our job just to let them out. And you'll say, oh, okay, I'm going to sit here and buy and sell stocks. I said, I kind of like that. <laughs> and so that's what I do now, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beginner at it. So, you know, I'm not. Yeah, but you know, you're I'm figuring it out. Yeah, You're dedicating and learning from the actual experiences, and that's part of life. You put in that's the time, good. and you learn right. how to do it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I have a YouTube is an amazing uh, resource. I have this young guy. He he knows the market backwards and forwards. I just watch him. He give us picks and give us choices. He says, "Do this, do this." And if you listen to his advice, you win every time. If you go against his advice, you're gonna lose. Mm. I noticed that. I said, "Well, okay, I'm gonna do it this way." And, I, and guess what? I'll end up. I said, "Shit, that <laughs> he was right." <laughs> oh wow! 
<laughs> you know, what's interesting is that I'm often, you know, uh, we talked about neural pathways, right? Yeah. And we've discussed that on a few shows as well. We had a really nice one, Neil Gagan. He has, uh, well, you remember the name of the uh, coherence therapy mm-hmm. out okay, of Berkeley? Yeah. And he's really, he uses some of the practices that I've tried to utilize as well, where he basically says you have a neural pathway and in that neural pathway, you have a stimulus and then you have an association with that stimulus. And that basically goes unseen because you are that. Yeah. And, and, and in coherence therapy, the idea is you take that same stimulus and you create a new neural pathway for another experience of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what was really beautiful in his practice as therapy and, and, and also listening to you, I, I find it really fascinating because um, when I've spoken to you, of course, and, and sometimes when I've spoken to Bambos about his past, you know, you both have had very rough experiences that I haven't had in my life. Right. And and when I when I when I speak to either of you, I notice that your neural pathway has a connection to it that isn't negative. I mean, it's not that it was positive for you, but it, I don't I've never seen it as negative. You guys have a connection to it. And it says, oh, it brought me here. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and my neural pathway is like, fuck, I don't want to end up there. You know, it's like a very it's a it's it's an, it's a funny it's a funny connection because it's like the the brain is attached to this 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 thing. And I laughingly, you know, when I t- tell Ronnie, you know, I lived kind of like a homeless person when I, I left Vienna. And, you know, and Bambos always jokes, yeah, but you had a lot of money in the bank. So even if you lived homeless, it wasn't like you were one step away from not having a meal. But the thing but the thing is, was that, in my mind, that's what I needed to create a new neural pathway to yeah. say, I don't have the stress of money and I needed that in order to figure out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing. And when I hear you speak, mm-hmm. I hear, you know what? I hear, you know what? If these stocks fucked up horribly, you wouldn't have any issue with it because I even see your, your connection to it is it's an experiment. I'm learning. It'll serve me whatever it does, and I'll grow and learn. And and that's what I really love in listening to how you go through it, because mm-hmm. another person would attach to the outcome, and mm-hmm. I know that they would get trapped and stuck and need to put more money in because they feel bad. With you, it's kind of like I feel like you have this play money, and you're like, yeah, I get to learn and grow and have fun and experience and and like mm-hmm. just have this life. And I think that's just so beautiful. Well, you know. Uh- I don't call it play money. I call it almost uh, a way of surviving now because I have to. I, I mean, I got to start. I, this got to turn around. I got to start seeing green days. I'm tired of seeing red days here. But mm-hmm. uh, it got to turn around because this is going to be my lifestyle. You know, there are young kids on this on this uh, YouTube channel. That one kid he started a year ago with a few thousand. Now he got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars trading the system, and I know that it works. So I said, my job is to learn the system because. Mm-hmm. I have a vision for me to how I want to live, how much money I want to make in a year. So I realized, okay, get rid of the hustler mentality, get rich quick, get rich quick scheme or mentality. So this is up for the long haul. This is your lifestyle. So you're going to wake up every day. You're going to come here. This is like your job. And you're going to learn this system. And you're going to obey the system because if you don't take care of you and feed you, you're not like Andy. Andy, I, I don't have a nest egg, Andy. I got to create my nest egg. You see what I'm saying? And at first, I had it for years when I was doing the prison work, working with the incarcerated. I have donors that were falling out the sky, giving me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to do the prison work. Well, that dried up. 
I still have a nonprofit, I still have my book and all that. But now I realize I can't live on the get rich quick scheme anymore. I got to live from the everyday, waking up. I made $100 a day. I made $50 a day in the market. I made $80 using my skills and my mindset, like you said, because I'm not afraid of losing. In the game, in the streets, when you're hustling or when you're in prison, you can't, you wake up in the morning and say, oh, I might die today. You, you already, if you have accepted that reality, well, I might mm-hmm. die today. So yeah. when you're losing money, that's like death. Okay, I might, I might lose $50, $100 a day. Okay, cool. I can get the money back, you know. But I can't get my health back. I can't get my, you know, that back. So hmm. there's a there's a, a certain level of um, okayness with losing hmm. because I have lost so much. I got to the point people have put knives on me, put guns on me, you know. So I have faced death physically and psychologically and spiritually. Yeah. So this is the opportunity. Okay, I lost fifty dollars then. Okay, I make I can make that back up if I keep being diligent and positive toward myself and don't have that beggar's mentality like I used to have or oh poor me mentality like I, I don't have that shit no more. Yeah. I don't want Andy to take care of me. I don't want Bumbo to say, hey man, uh come over here and stay in my couch, man, till you get no 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 no. Yeah. I, I like I said earlier, I feel that I'm the richest man on the planet. I feel that I'm the most powerful man on the planet and I'm not gonna deviate from that belief system because if I do, then what options do I have? And it's like Bombo said, I become powerless again. Mm. Mm. Bombos, we, we had a call a, a few days ago, right, on the phone. I don't remember what it was. You said, you asked me a question and I, you said something. I don't remember. Do you remember what it was? Because I, I associate it with what he's saying right now. I forgot. Well, Kenny, so Baumbos was was saying, you know, it, it feels like like you're really at peace with where you are in life and there's not a lot you need or want. Oh, yeah. It was Is there anything that you need to surrender to to find more peace? Or... Ah, OK. OK. And uh, and I had a funny moment because I thought there was a little bit of a trap in there because on one level, I'm like, you know what? I've got my basic needs set. You know, now they could change in a moment, but it's really easy to say you're comfortable when you're not living in fear that maybe I'm going to be thrown out of my house next week. Mm. Yes, yes. So, yes. and 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 you st- you can still make peace with that, right? Yes, you can still right. say, you know, and 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 in my life, usually when things have gone really shit. I'm like, hey, I'm okay with this. My wife doesn't like. It. In fact, when COVID came and and Bombos and Ronnie would be around, I'm like, guys, it, you know, if I die, it's, it's kind of fine. Like, it's this that, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, you. What, what you, both of you said? You're so selfish. <laughs> you selfish fuck. You call me a selfish fuck. I'm like, guys, I'm not gonna live in fear. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna be dumb. But hey, I've been, I've had a great ride. I'm loving life. What's you know, I'm not living in like, like, oh, my God, let me hang on to la- every last moment. It's just, no, this is a beautiful, you know, like you said, like I have, I'm not in the prison where I could actually die. But, you know, I don't know if I want to have a heart. My mom was killed by a drunk driver in an instant. Yeah. I already know the you reality could get hit of by a bike. I could get hit by a bike in Amsterdam. But I guess my point being is that I, when I'm with Bambo sometimes, I think some of the challenge I found when we've been together is uh, when I hear 
Kenny speak, you know, Kenny will be like, you know, I've got whatever I've got in the bank, but he's feeling it's almost like he doesn't even allow the negative thoughts to come in. Mm. And, uh, and I see that's sort of what I feel like is a new journey for you. It is a new journey for me. Uh, yesterday's show, by the way, Kenny had a big impact on Bambos. And I hear mm-hmm. it feels like this, this is almost like a, a, another like banging that in that same drum. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, if yeah. you didn't get it yesterday, we're banging you again today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, it, it's, uh, you know, what happens is we be on this spiritual journey and we think we get, we, we, uh, we reach a, a place, a plateau. Mm. And we think this is it. But then, but then also you keep going, keep going. So, wait a minute, there's another plateau. And you realize all these false plateaus. Yeah. Because you never reach the level of, of whatever it is because it's the eternal journey. It's endless. You know, so Bombos now say, okay, whatever that was I was doing last week, that's not serving me anymore. So now I'm taking this up. So, so this can serve me. And once that's serving, he'll drop that and something else will come along. Yeah. I had no idea neuroscience, neuroplasticity, or law of attraction, frontal lobe would all work together to improve my life. I had no idea. Yeah. You know, the, the, the combination of them, okay, I knew about my frontal lobe. I know how to meditate. I know to put my word into my frontal lobe and start uh, uh, thinking positive, feeling good about myself. I know my left hemisphere, my right hemisphere, blah, blah, blah. I know if I keep thinking good stuff, my nervous system will wire itself, and I'll be a more exciting, positive, loving human being. I am so grateful for that knowledge because I didn't even know about this knowledge a year ago. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Now I said, wow, I didn't even, who, why did somebody tell me, <laughs> you know, whatever. But people were telling me in their own way, though. But I wasn't ready for it. Bumbles is ready now for the next step up, the next plateau. Like the last few weeks, I've been immersing myself in creative photo shoots mm-hmm, and, cre- and creating packages. Mm-hmm. And I see that when I'm doing what I love, it 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 does make me feel alive yes and and even though andy's told me to also potentially get a side job to to create a kind of financial like at least every month there's something coming in yes yes now with because now with COVID, it's been quite tough yes i still feel the resistance and not not because i'm identified with being a photographer Mm-hmm. But because every minute I'm not being a photographer, mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 working on someone else's dream. Yes, yeah. Doing photography for me, in the words of Andy, I don't know what what else I'd rather be doing in this life, and I've kind of chosen to make a living. Like I make, like if you think about it, I make a living out of making pictures of people and I get paid for that. And, <laughs> That's a good and, living, babe. <laughs> and these last two weeks, I am forced to up my game. And, and even today I did a photo shoot, which was completely not something that I would have created if I wasn't pushed because it, before COVID I just said, I'm going to be a corporate photographer. I'm really good at it. People pay me a lot of money for it. I get to travel 18 countries a year. Like there was that story and now that's not there anymore. So what can I create from where I am? And apparently I'm going to places which are, 
I'm still going to go home and look at these pictures. The the people I work with really love them. And for me, I still need to digest what we create today. Mm. Mm, mm. So uh, listen, remember I talked about the tree that's planted by the water. You what? Remember I talked about the tree that is planted by the water. The tree that's planted by the water. Yeah, by the river. So the river's running and the tree's planted by the river and everything is coming by. You know, all kinds of stuff is coming through, coming by. And you are you you are that tree. You're planted by the water, and you and you and, and photography came through. All you have to do is to see yourself being a success as a photographer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just just your people make millions and millions of dollars taking photos, man. And so now your job is to turn your your vision, your mind, your your subconscious program. I am a success doing photography. And you'll watch how people that's coming down the river will stop and hang out by you and let you take their picture. Mm, mm, mm. And then they go on down the river. So you don't have to do nothing but stay there with your camera as this tree that's planted by the river of life and let people come by and you just take pictures of them and see how you're going to be uh, uh, supported doing what you love. The brain loves to do stuff that makes it happy. Photography makes you happy. You make other people happy. Now your job is to link the success, the money, the prosperity, and the wealth, the health through your photography lens. Mm. You got the skill. Now it's saying, I am a success. Remember I said about the guy Faisal, the most powerful man in the world? You are the greatest photographer in the world. You take the most amazing photos in the universe. Doesn't it feel like God is speaking to you? When yes. <laughs> it's even better than if you were really on the thing, because now we just see this white little dot that vibrates. So when you're it, talking. So it's like your vibrations are... <laughs> Pat pouring over both of us as you speak. <laughs> but think about it. If you don't say you are the greatest photographer, you take the greatest photos, who's going to say that? I'm not going to say it. You know, as you speak, Kenny G, Jay, um, I have this experience when my mentor died and I wanted to become a coach, then I was anxious because I never felt like, I was going to be any good at it. And I always compared myself to him. So I always looked and said, you know what? I'm not as good as him, so I can't charge as much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I started, it was but, like. But he didn't charge. Yeah, he did. He did. When, when he did hourly, he charged. And then he, so I charged like 125 when I started an hour. And then, you know, I would get better. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm worth 175 an hour, <laughs> right? Yes. And, and then it was like, actually, if I look and I see the impact and the time and where I'm engaging and what these people are doing with their lives, it's like 250 an hour. Yeah. And then it's like, hold on. So I'm dealing with these next echelon of people. And then, so now it's 500 an hour. There you go. That's and, how it goes. And, and, and it's interesting because in a way, one could say I was always worth 500 an hour. It just took me several years to figure it out. Mm. And that's what I'm saying about Bumbles. Bumbles is worth $400, $500 an hour 
but first he has to start telling himself that until he tells himself that it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. In fact, you know what the difference uh, is between a professional and an amateur photographer? No. One says I'm professional. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one says I'm an amateur. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and it's all what you feed yourself, isn't it? It's all what it's all what you feed yourself. Yeah. And and so this this conversation, you know, is, is really good for all of us, especially me, because what I'm feeding myself is how to be successful in the stock market. Yeah. I have in prison, I learned how to buy and sell uh, stocks in prison. I learned how to paper trade in prison, okay? So I learned a lot in prison, but I never thought that would translate to one day being able to take care and feed me. But now the age of computers, and I learned computers when I was in prison, learned how to write code and everything. But I think that skill will be of any benefit to me after I got out. Now the computer, uh, uh, buying and selling stocks, uh, being the age I am, you know, uh, COVID-19, it all come together. Now I created a new lifestyle because I started thinking positively about myself. Like, yeah. I'm going to get rich buying and selling stocks. Listen, the stock market, that's where all the money's at, guys. That's where all the money's at. Yeah. So why would I want to go to, uh, to, to the supermarket and try to get rich? It ain't gonna happen. Why would I go to you know uh, whatever the case, drugs, whatever the case were, robbing banks, whatever, to try to get wealthy and prosperous? But now it's like, oh, I got all these skill sets. I brought them all together. Now yeah. see how they can support me, and for the next twenty years of my life, I'm seventy-two years of age, so I think I'm gonna be around for another twenty years, at least nineties. You know, because all my family lived in the nineties, so yeah. I'm. Gonna- I'm gonna be around another twenty years. So I better- you're better looking though, so you're gonna be along. But <laughs> so, so, so in 2022, we're gonna do a podcast. How I made money in the stock market. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Oh my god, I'd love that. Let's already let's already plan it. Um, <laughs> when you speak, it also reminds me of when I was in my sort of twenties. Um, I really, and my, you know, since my mom died, so, it, you know, I was like, this life is so transient. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like that was, a, and it scared the hell out of my family. So like my dad disowned me. We didn't talk for the 10 years, right. but, but what happened was, was I did what I loved. So I actually learned magic and I performed magic throughout Japan. Cause that's where I was living. Mm-hmm. I learned how to play the saxophone. Mm-hmm. Just because I was into Sting and he had Branford and Wynton Marsalis. He had Branford behind. But, you know, just I found jazz and I loved it. And yeah. I remember I learned Japanese. So I spoke mm-hmm. Japanese and I traveled for years with a backpack. And my family and my dad said, you know what? You're avoiding the real life. You're screwing up. You're this. You're that. And that was when he disowned me and said, you're dead and gone. And that was it. So but the funny thing is is that all that time I was doing everything that I was passionate about and I loved was exactly the reason why five years later, when I went to this job interview for a marketing position, and I basically said, what's your marketing experience? And I had none. But he said, well, you've done magic. So that means you can entertain and stand in front of people. You know, you've done this. You did. So basically, I got a job I should have never gotten because I had no experience, except for the <laughs> fact that the guy is like, Whatever you've been doing in your passion is exactly aligned with what we'll be looking for in the qualities of a, an employee in this role. 
Mm-hmm. So he and I remember some half a year later, he was the, he was a real jerk. I mean, he was very, you know, he ended up making porn movies and stuff after he left the company. So he wasn't that. It just, but the thing was, was that at some day he was yelling at me. And then I was so fed up with his yelling. I said, uh, why did you hire me? Like, I, I'd never done that before. And he yeah. said, Andy, because you speak English and you do magic. And then, and then I looked at him and I said, you're either a genius or an idiot. <laughs> and then he just left and then he quit. I think a few weeks later and I, be, I got his position. So now I was the director of marketing for this company. But it speaks to your point was that I was doing what I loved. And in doing that, I was that tree next to the river. And then the, the opportunities just came to me because I was just preparing myself for something I was not even aware of. Right. And, That's right. The same here. Like, we are, like, like Bumbo's, he's, just his art outlet prepared him to be, become a, a success at it now. It's no longer mm-hmm. a hobby. It's got to feed him, sustain him because the universe has changed. Yeah. And what greater way to take pictures now to be successful because his skill is, 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 is mobile. He I mean, can take uh, anywhere. Just for the record, I, I am a professional photographer. But there you go. Yeah, but I mean, COVID is, the, I mean, how did it take photos? You know what I mean? No yeah, one's yeah, allowed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he got to figure it out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean, to speak from what I've seen, which is really remarkable, we haven't actually discussed this yet, is that in our talks when I said, hey, Bambos, there is no, you can't eat. So it's not like I can say to him, live your life stream as a photographer because you can't even bring a person to take a photo. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, so, yeah. so there are some opportunities to do remote photos, which he's also been exploring. But the thing was, was that I noticed he upped his game because as I've seen his like advertisements and like things that he's showing to promote the photos, they're far nicer than what I had seen earlier. Right. So, so, so what, you, you just give me a finger? No, of course not. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought he was he he, he had his he has index finger, not his middle finger up. Um, so I was I was looking at these things and then speaking to what you're speaking to. I saw that he upped his game, so he didn't work from fear. He worked from the creativity of what can I now do to actually go to another level and see what that manifests, which I think is really wow. beautiful. And we all have to do that. We all are doing that now. We all are doing it, you know, because. And it's funny, Kenny. I, I I put a price of eight hundred and fifty euros for a package, and I sat with it for a few days, and I'm like, "Wow, this is not worth eight hundred and fifty. It's worth like two thousand. Wow, okay. Be- because it it there's a lot of pre work. The shoot is about three hours, and I also have to hire an editor, a makeup artist, a stylist. So that it, it's not just me anymore. It's a whole team to create yeah. Yeah. these art pieces and and people get to have an experience some so i talked to the team i'm like guys i i I think 850 was safe for me because i want to make it easy for people to say yes but actually i don't want people to say yes 2000 and maybe we get one or two clients a year yeah but we're going to build it up from there that that's Mm -hmm. that that was uh very clear for me today yeah i love how is it working out for you raising the price or increase or just thinking about it oh uh, mm. i decided today it felt really good for me i also told the team i want everyone to walk away from the shoot feeling that they were go- they got paid the yes. value they brought in yes and i don't i don't want to try to squeeze like we're all going to leave with 
No, I want everyone to feel good what we're giving because mm. it's a lot of work what we're this offering that I that I just put out there. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say something. Um, uh, um, the, 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 the divine God that's in us and it's everywhere that's, that that is abundant doesn't care about money. It 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 it, it, it there's no lack of money in the divine in the mm. divine spirit. Uh, there's no lack. I mean, you can charge whatever you want to charge. The thing is, getting comfortable with your old programming of lack, or yeah. you no. Know, so now you're saying, "Well, let me up my game here." And so you're rewriting that story of lack, or uh, oh, let me just let me just make a nicely cute deal right here, so I can get the cut. That's scarcity. That's lack. That's fear. No, make the mm. deal. Two thousand dollars. This is it. So everybody can walk away compensated and happy. And the universe will support that. That's what I'm getting at. Whatever you ask, the universe will support it. But you got to ask in order to receive. Ask and you shall receive. Mm. See, you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. But you mm. got to ask first. And you're doing it now. So guys, this is what we're going to ask for. So now you don't get that. Because the universe doesn't care. It'll give you whatever you ask for. It's not broke. The universe ain't broke. It's your com- it's your programming that's broke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The universe isn't broke. It's your program that's broke. But you know what? You know what? The funny thing is, is kind of touching on the, the where what we're we're discussing right now is that if you right, Bombo, say two thousand, but there's any hesitancy in that number in your head, yeah. then that then that vibration goes out, and then it becomes too expensive. Yes, right. So, so yeah. there is no hesitancy. No, no, no. I didn't say. I, I didn't no, say. No, but no, I'm say- saying hypothetically. Hypothetically, it's got to be two thousand with no no resistance, no doubt, no fear. Because, but but also with the awareness that who is giving you the two thousand. That person is not giving you two to thousand. You are giving yourself the two thousand. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. You are paying yeah. yourself. You are hiring and paying yourself. Mm. Yeah, it's not a handout. No, no way. No, you are your boss. You are the employee. You are both. No, what I noticed is there's a. Let me see how, how to put this into words. I'm not trying to get people to pay me. Right. Like it, for me, what actually what I've learned on my journey also um, doing business is like, does it make sense to work together? And if a client doesn't have a full yes, I don't want to work with them anyway. Yeah. So therefore, yes, would be acknowledging that there's the value that they need to invest in. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the universe will send you people that can afford your services. You're hired. <laughs> we want a kenny j uh ringtone it, you just just if you can record like five things like you will manifest whatever you ask for and, like, the laugh, and, the, the, and then the laugh afterwards like that you could sell ringtones i'm telling you and he's not kidding <laughs> i know that I, maybe we should go maybe we should do that and see what we you, do you know what's funny is that um it's like I've really worked hard to develop the skill of what I do 
and the empathy and the compassion and bringing it into very complex environments. And, and I just feel very comfortable and I know I do it well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now it's funny. Um, like if, if, if I'm asked and, you know, someone's like explain what you do or anything, like I'll often just say, I'm just good at what I do. I know. Like, it's just, it's like, like I almost won't even go into an explanation of it or anything. It's just, and it was funny because of course you can imagine there's the world of what a prick this is, you know, or whatever the idea is. Yeah. 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 But it's a really funny feeling. It's like, no, it's a felt sense. And, and in some ways I don't need to justify it. I don't need to explain it. You know, I I mean, of course I'm not trying to sell anything, so I'd have to uh, contextualize it, but it's just, it's a very funny feeling just to Mm. feel at peace with what you do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. You're here. And I, okay. I say, okay. That's, uh, uh, I feel at peace now walking up to women and saying, hello, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Because I don't have an agenda for them. I, cause I, cause I first, I look at, there's a divine feminine in me who I love yeah. and adore and I talk to, and I trust to bring it to being whatever it is I want. So when I see a woman now, I look at a woman as my divine self, my divine aspect of myself, mm-hmm. that, this, I, that we're able to maybe collaborate and co-create something together and, and for the benefit of both of us and all of mankind. So I, I approach the feminine mm-hmm. now in a, in a, in a uh, uh, respectful and humble and a sacred way now. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, I realized the value of the feminine, yeah, of the female, of the woman. I would see the, I see the divine purpose, is that look what men have, have we have done to women over the years. You no, know, we, you know, I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna say mean because I, I know what I did in the men I hung out with, and what we did to women is absolutely a fucking crime. Mm. That's why I went to prison, because I was creating a crime against humanity. Mm. By stealing women's purses, by robbing, putting guns in their face in the banks, by asking them to go out and sell their bodies for me. Those are crimes against humanity and against me. Mm. Um, Kenny, I hear you. And, and please forgive me, but in a way, you, are, you were born in an underprivileged life. And life circumstances also created you in that way yes 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 and so now i'm recreating what the yes. life circumstances gave me the words okay life gave me that when i was 15 16 20 and 30 but now that i'm conscious i want to give life this mm. 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 <sighs> funny when you speak and shared that story just now Kenny I remembered when I was in college I, I wrote about this also in the, the the last letter um the there was a moment in time when I no longer was trying to get anything from the woman like I did for so many years with suppressing my feelings mm-hmm. and if I liked somebody I would almost not tell them because there was just a discomfort and maybe being rejected or all, all that kind of, you know, immature thinking. And I remember this one time when I just started to feel so at peace, I would, if I found a woman attractive, 
I didn't attach or want anything from it, but I also felt very comfortable just saying, oh, I, you know, you're just very beautiful. I, I d- just thought it would be nice to just let you know that. It would just, just vary from this m- pure, not expecting zero. And then wow. all of a sudden I had this trouble because now all these women now think that I like them and now they're attracted to me. And I didn't even think, I didn't even realize that that, that it was going to create that. It was absurd. That's, that's what happens when you fall, when you call in the divine feminine, well, she reflects that in the physical. <laughs> so people say, well, Kenny, how come you have all these, uh, or they say, Andy, how come all these women are around you that like you, that love you, because you called in that energy? Yeah, I remember one occasion I was out one night and I just said this to some woman without any, you know, it was it, w- it wasn't, we didn't go out and she was, and, and then somehow someone else from her same sorority invited me to party. And I said, yes. So she was so angry with me. She was about to pour a drink on my head, but we hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't had any experience together, but she was like, we were already going out. The, the, yeah, in, her, in, in her mind, you were already lovers. In her mind, we were already lovers. <laughs> Nothing's happened. It was like the weirdest experience, but yeah, that was a very funny experience. And, and, and that was 18. Oh, uh, oh okay. that. It, it, but but that was that was in her subconscious that if a man shows me attention, that means he loves me. That means we won't get married. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you did love it. Yeah, yeah, she was wonderful. But you know, then the other one asked me out, and I said, "Yeah, I'm going to the party with her." And then that created real havoc in my life yeah, because you had no attachment to either. You know, yeah. you had you just hey, I'm just hanging out here. But yeah, you had attachment to you. Yeah. Well, I've, I I got to tell you, only listening to like the stories of Bambos, of like kind of flirting around here and there and dating here and there and sort of <laughs> I've gotten anxiety in my stomach remembering what it used to feel like. <laughs> like, like, like having a nice date, just going out and then all of a sudden all these projections of what should be happening next and you're like, hold on, you know, I just thought we had a nice night out. I didn't think we were going to get married, you know. What do you mean, kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God, um, Kenny, we're at one and one hour and five minutes, so we've gone over our time already. But all right, buddy, it has been just the best being with you. It's like I can't tell you what it feels like, but it's like being with a, a brother from another mother. Yeah, you know? that's, that's that is so true. That is so true. That is so true. Now, where are you guys? Give me your. Uh, where are you guys at right now? What part of the world? Disneyland. We are in Amsterdam. We're in Amsterdam. the center of Amsterdam. Man, that's where all the good marijuana is at, huh? I know. I was going to say, the first thing you're going to say is the weed. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're about 20 meters from a place you can buy weed at a store. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Like that. And, 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 and we don't smoke. And we don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 100 meters from a, from. from Marijuana store, you know, they're everywhere now. It's more like a, you know, marijuana stores have in America, in some parts have turned into they have replaced the liquor stores. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, liquor yeah. stores used to be all over, but now oh, you've yeah, got marijuana yeah. available. Really? Marijuana, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's legalized now. Is it? Is it good shit? Oh yeah. man, they got the best over here, man. I, they got the of course best. in America, everything's the yeah, best. Yeah, it's no, no, it's true because somebody, somebody, a, a, a weed aficionado came. 
to visit me in Amsterdam. And I went out with him because I'd never go there, but I went with him. Mm -hmm. And he told me that they had a limited selection compared to what they had in the U.S. right now. So mm -hmm. they really pushed it to the next level very quickly. Yeah, mm -hmm. because what I, what I discovered through marijuana, first I was you know, smoking. I realized I couldn't smoke because of my lungs. And everything. All those years of smoking cigarettes, mm -hmm. and so I, I switched over from uh, the smoking to the edibles, and I found the edibles is more agreeable for my nervous system, for my constitution, because mm -hmm. I can take a little bit and relax. I can uh, take a walk, go for a bike ride, go kayaking, go swimming, whatever, or just lay here in the house, and it really helps my body to relax. You know, yeah. so I, I use it to relax. You know, because all those years of being in prison, I couldn't afford to relax. But yeah. now I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in my hammock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yes. So we say goodbye to you. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Kenny. I'm going to namaste to you guys. Namaste. Love you, Kenny. Love Talk you. To you. Isn't that great to be with Kenny? It's almost like I feel he's contagious, like the vibrations are just like they kind of come over me. And then I just feel more grounded and more centered. I noticed this theme going on, of course, as you as we've discussed throughout a lot of these shows, the yeah. show on on coherence therapy, where he was talking about the neural pathways. And of course, yesterday's show with conspiracy of goodness, like and listening now to Kenny Johnson, you, you hear this really this resounding similar message that each of them has, which is you manifest your reality through what you bring into your consciousness. And uh, they all go about it a little bit differently, but there's this really beautiful overarching mm. um, under, uh, awareness, each presenting it in their own way is you are what you feed yourself. And, uh, and I really enjoyed that, that the theme that sort of emerged from the last, uh, last few episodes. Yeah. So that's it for today. And we're going to do this on <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> Chaos. It's a wonderful chaos. We like it that way.